Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hello, everyone. It's Anne Duffy, and here we are at the Just Do It podcast. Thanks for joining us today. I'm just so excited because we've been trying to get this podcast recorded for some time, but we're both busy dues, and it's hard to find time when you can just relax and um, squeeze in a great conversation. This beautiful guest that I have today is so dear to me. I feel like I'm one of her. I'm one of her um, second. I'm her second mom. <laughs> Met her years ago, and uh, we connected like right off the bat on the dance floor at Chicago Midwinter, and we've been. <laughs> dear friends and 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 she's supported us totally because at the core of who she is she is a supporter of women of light and of love she is passionate about empowering women empowering women and expanding ideas to develop equitable opportunities in business dentistry and beyond being both a creative and a strategic thinker she is the director of pr and international business at pulp Tent making her familiar face around the world. She serves on multiple boards, including the Do Board. Thank you very much. And in life, Christy enjoys design, photography, and traveling off the beaten path. Please help me welcome my dear friend, the amazing Christy Bailey. Hi, Christy. Oh, hi, Anne. Thank you so much. It's just an absolute honor to be here with you, or really just any conversation we have anytime. I feel that I leave just like wrapped in love and support. And I feel like I'm ready to go conquer the world. So it's an honor to be here today. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. I'm so glad because, you know, I could use a little bit of that too. And I feel the same way about you. I think when, when I get off of this podcast today, as you know, we're like looking forward to our, our due retreat. I'm going to be armed, ready, and confident that it's going to be a, <laughs> a smash hit and that we're going to be able to pour into those women like we've always wanted to. And you You've been there from the beginning, Christy. I mean, you have supported me since day one, supported all of us lifting women up and empowering women, I, I think, in our industry, but I see you in other facets and other parts in other sectors of the world. And I, I, I love to watch and see how great things are, are going to really happen because of you and because of the, the, um, the verve and the talent that you possess. And, you know, I mean, I, there's, okay, so there's so many, uh, so many things that you've done, so many very bright things about the future of women in dentistry in general. And through the partici participation in RDH Evolution this year, you were just talking about this before we started. And so tell us about that, because I love Jackie Sanders, and I knew they wanted to do this to lift women up. And as you know, I'm a retired 45 years dental hygienist. So I love, I love the RDHs in our community and beyond. Tell me about that. How was evolution? Oh my gosh, Anne. Evolution was a dream. I didn't know what to expect. This was the first event um, that RDH Magazine really hosted. And it was so special. Uh, Jackie Sanders, Amber Auger, Jocelyn, and the RDH team just did such a beautiful job creating an event where they were fostering inspiration and support but also providing really tactical tools for every woman and man, there was one man in the room to take home and bring to life. And it was so, it was just such an invigorating week to spend time with so many incredible women. And again, the one um, male hygienist who was there, which I'd love to see more about in the future events, by the way. 
Um, but just looking to expand their career in a way where they're thriving in the operatory or maybe at their dental hygiene school that they work at, but also launching their own business or their career as a speaker or a KOL. And it was just so exciting to be in a room full of people that are doing new things. And I think we're at a really pivotal time in dentistry where we've had the old way of doing things and the pandemic almost forced us to step into the present with digital technology and social media. And to see these just movers and shakers, which sounds kind of like a funny phrase, but really seeing these incredible people step up and say, I have a new way of doing this that's reaching a new generation was really exciting, not just to be in the room, but to start to see the outcomes that I'm already seeing on their social media channels and on their Instagram and the connections they've made. It built just a beautiful community that is still living on. And there aren't many events that do that. The do retreat does that in a beautiful way. Um, and this did that as well. And it was, it was just such a joy to be a part of that and see a space where I felt there was vulnerability and joy and passion and excitement. And it was positive. And it's very rare you can be at an event with so many people where I believe everyone left just feeling supported and empowered and they're already putting action into what they wanted to do when they showed up. So it's, it was amazing. Well, it's, it's community, right? I mean, I, yeah. I love the RDH community and I think that the, you know, dental hygienists, of course I have a heart for them. They really are smart and independent. I mean, they do run their own business within a practice and it enriches everyone's career if you have a side gig of some sort, whether it's working, you know, with your church or with a ministry or with art or, you know, you name it, gardening. I mean, there's so many different things that we can do that, that give you a little bit of a side gig. And I think that expands your career, your life. And this, again, we're always looking for possibilities. How can we use our strengths and our gifts? And it opens it up to, they're not alone. You know, you have to make the decision, I will and I can. And and then, you know, really uh, lock arms with the people that you're with. And I love, I love that there was a guy there because he's a dude, yes. you know, it's probably Raphael or Andrew. <laughs> I mean, those guys are just amazing. In fact, um, Raphael and I are doing a, a webinar tonight. I'm very excited to, to share the, the stage with him. Um, but, but we need, we need, um, we need all of us to come together. And I, I think it's been yes. really fun, fun for me to just be able to, to um, the guys are always saying, I want to be in your community. I'm like, well, you can be, you're a dude. And that we yeah. keep collecting these, <laughs> these, my, these guys, because we all work together and we can't, you know, we, we, we say locking arms as women, but we don't, we want to do it with men locking arms alongside of us. Right. We like, yeah. Equality. What we need. It's what we need. And with the event, what was so special in addition to this was, I don't even know where, how to exactly say this, but there was a sense of hygienists being given the opportunities that were formerly reserved more for dentists. And that was also really beautiful to see. And I just, as you were talking about bringing in dudes and other things, that's something that came to mind. We, there for so long, the opportunities were for dentists. And now I think, especially with digital media and just stronger community, we're seeing that opportunity for dental hygienists to do that. And of course, dental hygienists or dentists now are over 50% identifying as female, which is fabulous. And so it's, it's really good though, to see that in dental hygiene as well, they're being given the same platform as was maybe formerly reserved for dentists only. I think so too. And I think COVID was our friend. 
I, because I think that the dental community has appreciated our skills and what we bring to the party. And also, I think we're just tired of sitting in the freaking back seat and not getting the respect that we deserve. I think that is really clear. Um, and because for so long, we really weren't getting the pay. And it's just not because we're women, but it's a woman-centric profession, right? So that that lends itself to lower pay. And it's just insane when I think about everything that we all did. And I can look back on my career and what I brought to the practice, Um you know, that I was, I really do feel, unfortunately, I do feel like I was undervalued and underappreciated and had to fight for everything that I got. And I mean, that's not really a great way to work. And I worked for some great people. It wasn't like I didn't like them. They just didn't know or realize that it was that important. And and now we see they're, you know, hygienists are leaving in droves. And gosh, I, my last day was um, December, 2020. And I think the increase in salary for them is like finally getting to a spot where it, it makes sense. And, um, you know, we, I, I had to fight for every penny I got, but I, I, um, I did, I marched in, <laughs> I marched in every time and said, Hey, you need to give us a little bit of rate. And this is what we're presenting you, but you know, you've got to make sure that you're all working together, right? Because they can't, you know, a dentist can't give you a raise if you can't provide a reason for it. Right. And, and like you said, a takeaway or something actionable, um, it's not just because I'm a nice person and I, you know, I do a good job. Right. So there's, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things to that. We have to appreciate. That's one of the things I like about do Christy is that we bring all the different career paths together in another place to actually appreciate each other. Cause we can get on our high horse. As you just noticed, I was kind of on a high horse there. I think, Oh my gosh, if you're listening, but a, a beautiful, gleaming, shiny horse, unicorn, maybe though. <laughs> there you go, with with a crown on my head, of course. But yeah. um, but I do, I, 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 yeah, I have, I have really learned to appreciate all the different career paths from you know top to bottom, and um, and and each side, east to west, right. But one of the things I know about you is that you are like leading this with with pulp tent. You're a woman in and you're in, an influential woman with one of the biggest, most profound, I love Pulp Dent, the culture, the people that are there. And you represent the company internationally and with many experts, clinicians, researchers, external relationships globally. I mean, golly, with the pandemic lifting, you're like starting to travel around the world again. And I remember Mm -hmm. when I first met you, you were going, I mean, you were going all over the place. And I was like, wow, she is a jet setter and (laughs) taking and representing again, a big company at the table, sitting at the seat. So where are you traveling now? And what are you talking about? Or what are you observing as far as women sitting in seats, you know, globally? Mm -hmm. Great question, Anne. First, that's exceptionally kind. So thank you. I have a really incredible career and I'm so blessed that I do get to travel around the world. Although I have been getting much more exhausted since the pandemic and um, it's more exhausting traveling after the pandemic. It's like getting back in the swing of everything. So that's been a lot. Um, But I'm really blessed that I get to travel around the world and that is certainly not lost on me. And starting to travel again has been such a relief. So this year I've been in a few countries and it's very interesting how I'm seeing more and more women and power in positions of power and who are leading some of the most profound research in the world. And I see this a lot in Europe, which is really exciting. I was in Turkey and the Netherlands and France this year. I was supposed to be in Greece, but I unfortunately got COVID, so I had to cancel, which was devastating. 
but at these meetings, I was attending research meetings and clinical research meetings where most of, not most, but much of the profound research that's coming out that is just innovative and it's groundbreaking was coming from women in different parts of the world. And it was so exciting to see that. And these are not new researchers. They've been, many of them have been doing this for 10, 20 years, but it was the first time I really noticed in an overwhelming amount that women were really present and they were presenting and they were educating. And I felt that they were creating not even a seat at the table, but almost a new table that was leading the way to the future. And there were incredible men doing that as well, of course, but it was so exciting to really be sitting at a table and recognizing I'm no longer the only woman at this table full of brilliant researchers or brilliant clinicians. And I'm so happy to see that. We're really putting a push, of course, as I mentioned earlier, uh, more than 50% of general school graduates in the U.S. now identify as female, which is amazing. And I think that we're, as always, kind of following your trends on that, which is really good to see. Um, but traveling around, it's been exciting this year because it is our 75th anniversary at Pulp Dent. And as you mentioned, we are um, an amazing company with innovative products. And you've had the privilege of coming to visit us, which we had, I should say, we had the privilege of you coming to visit us with some great news. A great, a great moment in time. Yeah, beautiful. And we're celebrating our 75th anniversary this year. So it's been really fun for us to say, how do we need to almost reintroduce the company? And how do we need to go forward? And what are our goals and our visions for the future? So I was able to meet with a lot of the researchers and clinicians all over the world and in North America to talk about CRISPR NCP, which is our latest technology, which is really going to power the way um, for our future bioactive advancements in dentistry. It's already placed in a few of our different products. So I've been sharing a lot about that and working with um, different researchers, of course, because sometimes your products are only as good as the research and the clinical efficacy that backs it up, of course. And Pulpton's really passionate about making sure that we have both because what we create is innovative and we want to make a really positive difference. Our core philosophy is to save teeth. And it's really fun to be coming out with products that are able to start really contributing to that in a little bit different way as dentistry and the world progresses. So it's been really fun to start to get really loud about pulp dent. Um, we've been we've we've been a little quiet, and actually, our marketing director put on a document earlier this year a message that said, "Coming from a company that's been relatively quiet and is about to get really really loud." So I've basically just been going around the world being really loud <laughs> about um, pulp dent and technology and of course, always making sure that women are well represented and that help that as well. I love that. It's, it's like a sleeping giant. You know, when I, when I was up there visiting and I could see the, honestly, just the culture, the love that everybody put into the company. And then with these new products that really are life-changing, they are the future of dentistry. They are so exciting, you know, really. And, and it's so funny, Christy, because I, I was at this meeting recently and there were, um, it was all women and one guy. And they, we were talking about how women are very quiet about what they, um, what they say, what they brag about. Right. And men are like, brag on girl, brag on. And um, it is, we have to, we have to find our roar and you found it 
And again, if you don't tell the world about this and pulp that doesn't get out there, then we aren't going to be able to save the teeth. We aren't going to be able to re I mean that Krista, tell us a little bit about that. Cause I'm just amazed at that new product. I think it's so awesome. I am so happy you're asking that. Um, so Krista is disclaimer, not named after me. There were a couple people that were making <laughs> jokes about this. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know, secretly, but go on. <laughs> um, so Krista is actually a technology, um, which has been, I think, a little bit confusing for some because historically we've only really launched products. So Krista is the trade name for a newly patented biointeractive molecule from Pulpcent. And it is not a product, but a proprietary technology that can be um, employed in different dental materials. And what Krista actually stands for is a methacrylate functionalized calcium phosphate, which for short, we call MCB because that's a mouthful. And that's also why we gave it a fun name, Krista, because who will remember methacrylate functionalized calcium phosphate? Yes. Um, but it is, it's a stabilized calcium phosphate that is arrested in a transitional state. So it is able to provide needed calcium phosphate and fluoride to damaged teeth and through a restoration. And uh, with this, we've actually established a whole new line of aesthetic uh, bioactive composite materials with this uh, product. And so it really widens the possibilities for smart dental materials. And it's a core focus of what we do. And Anne, I know you heard a lot about this when you were here, is it really accelerates dentistry's movement and what's so at the core of who Pulpen is to move away from passive materials that do no harm, which for a long time, that's what we've been using, to active materials that are universally recognized as a standard of more advanced care. And so it is a really amazing, again, molecule that is patented that can be a multiple product. So right now we have uh, Krista in three different products that are available on the market, two which are available in North America, Activa Presto, which is a light cure only composite, it comes in many aesthetic shades. It's stackable and um, it, it really adds to our Activa Bioactive line that we've had for over 10 years. And it provides the ability to have a light cure composite material, but with bioactive properties. And then Limelight Enhanced, which is one of our most popular products, which is a cavity liner. It's now also Limelight Enhanced. And then Activa Pronto, which is available in flex markets outside of the US. Uh, but it, it's just, really exciting to see not only the advancements we're making with Krista, but also the excitement that clinicians and researchers around the world have about this new technology as well. So we're, we're really excited to be uh, facilitating and receiving a lot of additional third-party research supporting its ability to support remineralization. And it's, it's very exciting. It's just the beginning of Krista. Oh my God, you're just lighting up like a Christmas tree. And that is, that is so cool because <laughs> I mean, I, I love the how you explain the difference between passive and active. I mean, you're actually not just filling a tooth, and this is just layman's terms, terms, but you're actually doing good. You, you're you're not stopping it. You're you're just building upon what your restoration has provided, and just the the advancement of that alone to me is is groundbreaking, life changing. And if you're not using it, why would you? Why would you not? There's no reason why you would not use that. Um, when you're, you know, think of the kids. I mean, you know, oh my gosh, I, it's just, um, you know, I, I had something kind of heartbreaking yesterday. I met somebody and she smiled and she smiled really big and she had 
decay in between all of her front teeth. And she was in a, a, a front office um, at a, at a uh, hotel. And it, it actually just like broke my heart that, that she did not have the ability for this. You know, I mean, obviously she had and some of her restorations were, were there. They were just, it was just really sad. And she was a darling um, young lady. And it, it, that just shouldn't be. That just shouldn't be. And Dennis, we need, you know, we need to continue to support that kind of advancement and, um, and support your company because you are at the forefront, you're doing it. And I know your heart is in it. And, and especially even knowing that the brothers and, and all that, they're kind of quiet. They're not, they're not big out. They don't have the big foghorn, you know, out bragging about things. <laughs> they're, 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 um, they're quiet giants as men and they're gentlemen. Um, but I just, again, I like what you're saying. This is, this is your time, Christy. This is Pulpton's time, 75 years. What are we going to do differently now that everybody knows across the country, across the world, um, you know, what you're doing and then also you're collaborating and you're just, it's never good enough, is it for you guys? You just got to get more research and get more people, you know, to, to help you build something that is so phenomenal that you're actually really wanting to present it's a great place to be in marketing isn't it it's 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 so much more fun to market something well it's the only way i know that you could market something and and most women <laughs> you have to totally believe in it and it really comes through yeah you do comes through you do so and it's so well and to your point about um, the brothers that own the company the burke family owns pulpta and what's really cool is that we're still a family owned and operated company which is becoming less around the world, but even in dentistry. And so it's really amazing to work for a family-owned company. And we're now starting to go into the third generation, which is a fun, pivotal time for us to shake things up as well. Uh, but they're, they have been quiet. They've been very humble about these groundbreaking technologies that have been created that have changed the ability uh, to care for their patients. And it's it's fun now. I, I work very closely with our director of marketing and our marketing team and just the things that we're starting again to just be loud about. It's really fun to find that voice and create the pulp dump voice to share the innovation and the advancements we have. And it's it's also equally as fun seeing the world find out about it. And I was I was at the AFBA conference and aesthetic meeting last week in Palm Springs and a couple people hadn't used the material yet. And they said, it just sounds too good to be true. And I said, I understand. And that's why we have, you know, hundreds of different research articles that are done, some in support by PulpNet, but largely external third parties who also think, wow, this is too good to be true. And so they do the research and they find out it's not, which is, is exciting to not only believe in it and talk about it, but see it be backed up. Oh, I love that. I just, that, that just is like icing, icing on the on the, the beautiful cupcake that you've got in front of you. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, and I, and I, and Zach has been such a great support of, of us. And, and, you know, again, the people that you, you hire, and I, I know that you're all over the place, right. But are you seeing, you know, dentistry has changed. Dentistry is changing again with the, you know, the, um, the output of female dentists graduating and, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, their teams are still, you know, mostly, mostly women. I, I made this up for another podcast and it's 98% women. And, I don't know, it's anecdotal, but it's pretty close. <laughs> um, you know, how do you see, um, or do you see the, the, the industry making progress to better support women in dentistry? And how do you see Good that? Good question. 
Yeah. Uh, so I've been in the industry for about a decade, but I will say that before that, it is important to note my father was a dentist. My uncle's an endodontist. I've been around dentistry my entire life without choice. And I have seen a lot shift over the course of the last couple decades. I would say in the last decade, there's really been a much bigger push and a bigger shift to make sure that women are in roles of leadership and that they have the ability to share their voice. And while that's wonderful, and I love seeing the progression, and I love seeing that over 50% of graduates are women, I love that. Uh, but it's, I still think there's so much work we have to do. And there's so much, not only that we as women need to do lifting each other up and leaning on each other. I know that's something that I think women have a hard time asking for help. And I'll notice this. I've noticed this throughout my career. I'll do four things on my own that my male counterpart may ask someone to support him administratively for. And it's different. And even last week, it's funny, at the ASDA meeting, uh, there, you know, when you're a woman traveling, you're ironing your own clothes and you're doing all these things. And a lot of the attendees there were men, fabulous men, brilliant aesthetic dentists. Their wives were there and a couple of them said, yeah, you know, this morning, so-and-so was ironing my pants and I'm thinking, wow, I need a wife and yeah. I need that support on my own. <laughs> that no. would be great. And so I think what's really important to know is that as we are advancing in the industry and in leadership roles and having a lot of voice that we are curating and using a megaphone to really get excited about, we're also doing a little bit more of the emotional work that men maybe don't always do. And I, I do recognize there is equality that is happening on that with um, men staying home. And it was great. There were a few women there whose husbands were their office managers. And it was good to really see that shift start to happen. And I love that. But there's a lot of emotional work that we do as women on top of all the professional work. And so what I'm I'm really hoping to see and working towards in the areas that I can is that we are not afraid to ask for help as women. We're not afraid to lean on each other because if we don't do that, we will burn out as we start to expand our opportunities. And as we start to take advantage of those opportunities that we have now that we didn't have 20, 30, 40 years ago. I mean, I can't even imagine what it was like being a woman in dentistry 40 years ago. And I, I know you've shared some of your stories with me and I've heard other stories from Lorraine Kent and other um, women who were in dentistry and the things you went through were horrible. So I'm grateful that we get to stand on your shoulders and we get to lift each other up, but there's still a lot of work to do. And it also comes from relying on the men in our lives in a way, especially at our companies to not be afraid to say, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I deserve. And one of the best little tidbits of advice I received at some point was your boss never goes to sleep thinking if you get paid enough. And so I always think about that in terms of not just, of course, compensation, but with needs at work, because it's just as much if you have too much on your plate. And I think women are more likely to take too much on to prove that they deserve to be there. And I would love to see women start to say no and say, I deserve to be here without taking all these things on that my male counterpart may not be. Oh my gosh, that is that is great advice. Ask for what you need. Don't be afraid to ask because it, it is interesting. It's emotional intelligence. And I think about this, even my husband will say, I can't, I don't know what's in your mind. What, you know, we think we assume that they know exactly what we're thinking. And so we do have to stand up and ask for what we want. That is, 
That is really great advice. If you're listening out here, do you have any other advice, parting advice for the women that are listening to this podcast? And some of the guys are listening to this as well. So any, <laughs> any parting advice? You're so wise, Christy. And again, I can't wait oh. to just follow your career and, and see how you're taking this company to the next level. You're so sweet to me. Thank you. I, um, it's hard to pick just one thing because I will say that a lot of what I've learned has been learned the hardest way possible. And also through incredible mentors like you and Jackie Sanders and other just incredible women and men, Fred Burke, who's the president of Pulsant is one of my greatest mentors and Dave Pearson. I mean, just incredible people. But uh, the first I would say is to really show up as the authentic version of you and realize that not every person, not every environment and not every job is for you. And that's okay. It does not mean you're doing a bad job, but not everything is for you. And with that, I would say to really learn how to ask the right questions and also learn to say no and kindly unapologetically say no um, to things that really don't serve the life you're actively trying to create. I see this with so many women, especially as they're starting their career saying yes to everything because they think it will really help them advance quicker. And while it may help you advance quicker, it may not advance you in the direction you want to go or that's true to you. And it may also burn you out very quickly. So I really think it's important to set goals and boundaries before you're in a situation that may ask you to sacrifice something that's a non-negotiable for you. And I believe that will help make every decision easier, but it'll also do something really powerful, which is it will keep the wrong doors close so the right doors can open. Oh. And if you're able to do that, I think you'll, you'll really set yourself up for success and not be as exhausted. Oh my gosh, I'm so inspired right now. That that is so beautiful because it leans into the strengths that we love. Say no to things that just don't give you joy or happiness. I mean, some things you have to do, but you you can't do things well if it's not part of your mm -hmm. DNA or part of the gifts that you have. Yeah. And so when you yeah. really lean into to who you are, what you do good, what you like, you know, you really can, you give hope to everyone. You really can have a great career, but it is a lot about uh, the boundaries that you set early on. So Christy, yes. just, you know, yes. keep... and I do want to what? say, go oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say, still do your laundry. Don't let that pile up. Things like that you still <laughs> need to do. There are things you need to do that you don't want to do, but having a vision and a goal for your life and dreaming how you want to see it, I just think enables you to make decisions that get you there. And to, you need to know that before you're in the situation that may require you to sacrifice them. Yes, that's that, that it puts it in perfect perspective, you know, because um, we're always going to be a little bit different. We're always going to possibly be ironing or doing something that is for <laughs> someone else. And that's okay. But it's the big things in life and the big things that really, you know, take on your career and and your life and your loved ones and all of those things. Those are the really important things that you need to like really be authentically in love with and go towards. So I think that that is really, really what we're going to do. And, and just Christy, how do we find you? How do we find Pulp Dent? Tell us a little bit about where we find you guys. Yes. So uh, first thing is if you're interested in learning more about Krista, which is what I was talking about is go to pulpcent.com forward slash Krista, C-R-Y-S-T-A. And then we would, of course, love for you to connect with Pulpcent and follow us online at, at Pulpcent Corporation. And then I would also love to connect with you and hear your stories and just learn how I can 
support you or empower you. I unfortunately will miss the do retreat this year, which I'm devastated about, but I have a social media handle for Pulp Vent, which is at the Christie Report, which is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. And I would love to hear from you and connect with you and follow along with your life, your journey and get advice from you as well. Oh my gosh, that sounds fantastic. And I can't wait to um, to get on there. And you've got some other things up your sleeve. I know is just far as the love that you have with <laughs> travel and uh lifestyle and, and just, you know, decorating and all those good things. Um, your Instagram is, is just pretty amazing how, how it's so beautiful, just like you, just like you. So everybody, Christy, thank you for joining me today. And we, we, we did it. We did it. We did it. (laughs) And, um, and everyone that's listening, most importantly, as you can tell from, from our relationship and from what we talked about today, keep doing you. Thanks everybody. Love you. Have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.